I got so drunk last night. With the gays. Can we get a roll call of the names? Call them out. Yeah. Caden. Caden. Paul. Paul. Bronson. Bronson. Santiago. Santiago. Alex. Alex. Okay, that's already too many. (laughs) Yeah, that was Okay, Juan. (laughs) We're back. It's Hot Local Singles. Hello. I'm Josh. I'm Juan. I'm live from Toronto. And I'm live from Montreal. That's right. Where it's very humid, very hot, very disgusting. This whole summer has been so humid, but not even sunny. It's like sticky, icky. Yeah, this is so gross. Hey Juan, do you want to describe what this podcast is? Sure. So in this podcast, we talk about pop music and pop news, but the main focus is to review singles that came out in the past two weeks. And we devised, I guess Joshy actually devised a great binary system for that. So there's hot and there's local, which roughly translate into good and bad, but way more nuanced than that. More and less nuanced. <laughs> like, I would say maybe a hot song. A hot song is like roughly a chin stroke, whereas <laughs> a local song is like roughly a fist pump. I don't think I could have come about a term to describe that, honestly. It's some, sometimes not even about the quality of a song, but the kind mm. of vibe that it gives. Yeah, maybe even who it's for. Like, if it's basic, if it's <clears throat> BB Rexa, maybe <laughs> it's more likely to be local than something by, say, Bad Gal. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. No shade to the BB stands. And then, obviously, at the end, or even in real time, we decide the smashes, and both right. a hot song or a local song could be a smash. <laughs> Speaking of Sticky Icky, we have some summer energy today with the songs we have cued and ready to play for you. For your beautiful listener, who deserves only the best of the best. The best pop music. Yeah, Pop Emergency, um, yeah. Iggy Azalea album. <laughs> Just, <laughs> Everyone stop what you're doing. Go stop stream. what you're doing. Turn up the radio. <laughs> what station is playing Iggy Azalea? None. Spotify Artist Radio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> <For> Iggy Azalea. <laughs> Here at Hot Local Singles, we did not listen to her album. So if you came to us for our hot takes on Iggy Azalea, you'll have to wait. No, there's nothing to wait for. No. But for some reason, we both listened to the Ed Sheeran album. That's a gay treason. But listen, let's get real. The real pop emergency of the past few weeks is Peppa Pig, my first album. <laughs> her long-awaited <laughs> debut album, my first album. It's not her, so because there are so many like disembodied <laughs> kids like singing along with her. Yeah. It's really not a solo effort. I hate no. to say it, Miss Pig, but... <laughs> It's like when people were dragging Beyonce for having so many writers on her album. It is like that. This is the same thing with Peppa Pig. <laughs> Listen, Peppa, get in a recording booth and just drop some lines. The real pop emergency is how Peppa became like a gay icon overnight, basically. Overnight, yeah. <laughs> no, but she'll be cancelled before this episode even gets posted. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the talent speaks for itself, but yeah, I'm sure there's some darkness laying just below the surface. The material's speaks for itself. <laughs> Bing bong zoo. Look at the material. Expert daddy pig. <laughs> the thing about that, al- that album is that the titles really make it. That's really all it is, <laughs> like, if we're being yeah. honest. But the real pop emergency is <laughs> Charlie XCX released her second single of her upcoming album titled XCX. With Christine and the Queens, it's like a French disaster, which I like. <laughs> So it's a song about anxiety. It's like a stoner's paranoid. Yeah, it is a little paranoid. 
I really like the song though. That instrumental break at the end is so fun. Yeah, so what we have here is first verse is Charlie. She kind of lays down the thesis of the song. <laughs> and then like the pre-chorus is like, I fucking hate these people, which I think is like a bold line. I like it. Yeah. But then, of course, we get to the chorus, and, like, there's some confusing stuff happening. Like, obviously, Christine <laughs> in the Queens is from France. She has some trouble with the chorus a little bit, I would say. Yeah. At this point, is this produced by A.D. Cook? It sounds like it is. Yeah, he's in there. I would be shocked if it wasn't, yeah. It's, like, it's very Charlie. It's, like... I just wish, like, I think Christine was given a little too much airtime. But, first of all, the third verse, which doesn't exist, is that Charlie, XCX, A.G. Cook thing where... A.G. Cook gets the last verse. Like, he just kind of deconstructs the song yeah, for, true. like, maybe too long. Like, this, that kind of format is all throughout Number One Angel and Pop 2, mm-hmm. which, to me, makes the song feel more like a mixtape track, maybe. To my ears, doesn't quite sound complete. Are you talking about the last bit of the song? The last bit, yeah. Like, okay. you have the Charlie verse, you have mm-hmm. the Christine verse, and then, yeah, it kind of just it stops a little bit with that breakdown. Yeah. Like, so much of the song doesn't make sense, frankly. Like, <laughs> why do we keep when the water runs? That's a question. Right, yeah. Okay, I was really confused, and I think that's why I got this impression that the song is, like, someone speaking while their mouth is being covered, because that literally created no sense to me, so I thought that they were, like, purposefully, like, keeping the last word of that sentence. You know what I mean? Like, oh, keep. Um, like... So then further in the chorus, it says, don't search me in here, I'm already gone, baby. <laughs> don't search me is such a French translation, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It's very ESL. Yeah, exactly. It's so ESL. Because yeah. you know how to say in that line, I feel like. So then that makes me wonder if keep in Why Do We Keep When The Water Runs is mistranslated oh, yeah. as well. Like, garde right would be the that. verse. Would be the verb, I mean. Because it, to me, that doesn't mean anything. Like, the rest of the verse, no, the rest mean. of the chorus is... Why do we love if we're so mistaken? Why do we leave when the chase is done? Right. Um, but why do we keep when the water runs? Literally could not mean less to me. Yeah. Also, wait, don't search me. I'm looking at the lyrics right now. And I yeah. think you're right because then she sings it in French. And she does. Just, yeah. So it's absolutely, she wrote that in French and then they yeah. just translated it on Google Translate or something. I'm looking at garde here, which is to keep, but it's also to maintain, to hold, guard, preserve, look after, mind, watch over. Well, so, I, I mean, that doesn't that doesn't make it any clearer to me. Why do we keep when the water runs? Why do we maintain yeah. when? I mean, it's about holding on to stuff past the point you should, maybe. Yeah, that makes sense. Or it's about leaving too soon. I don't know. It, it means yeah, nothing, so it's not my fault. When the water runs. <laughs> a um, close reading of pop music lyrics is perhaps not the smartest exercise. It's a deep dive. But you know what? Like, it's the most complex Charlie lyrics in a while, and it's hilarious that they <laughs> aren't in English and don't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But and I like you it. You have Christine to thank for that. I feel so unstable. Fucking hate these people. That's a. Uh, I really love that. That yeah. feels, yeah, that feels right to me. Yeah. But this song was like the first Charlie song that's made me excited about her in a while. Yeah. Like, I think this is way better than 1999, mm-hmm. than, like, Blame It On Your Love, The Loser mm-hmm. One. I rate it as a hot. Yeah, it's a smash. It's a smash. Okay, yeah. one last line I yeah. simply must mention. It's in Christine's verse. Do they wish to run through me? Am I a smoke? Am I the sun? <laughs> and who decides? Am I a <laughs> I smoke? I feel like even Grammarly could have caught that oh. mistake, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. 
Not a Chrome <laughs> extension. It must have been that Charlie was like, oh, that's so cool. I love your, like, ESL. I love it, yeah. I think that. she thought it was cute. And you know that she convinced herself somehow that it was, like, a conceptual decision. She was like, yeah, because this, like, men's translation reflects the way that I feel yeah. in my head that I can translate my thoughts. Into, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> some shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shakespeare. I feel like Charlie is very into that, into, like, overthinking things, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we, like, gone. Yeah. It is the pop emergency of the day. But that said, first of all, Charlie, XCX, and Bad Gal allegedly had some beef. Oh, yeah. No one knows why. Like, I think it was essentially nothing. Mm. Bad Gal seems to not like her still. It's interesting because they both kind of use angel motifs a lot. Like, Worldwide Angel was a Bad Gal album title. But, like, Charlie's fan base is called Angels, yeah. and she has a song called No Angels. She has number one angel. And a song on that Bad Gal album really sounds like No Angel. Oh, crazy. And, like, the timing of it is all very suspect. Yeah. Anyway, all of that is to say we have some really hot new Bad Gal songs yeah. to listen to, so should we do, yeah, that? do that? Okay. I need them to collab, though, Charlie and Bad Gal. So okay, so the first song that came out, let's do this chronologically. Mm-hmm. We have Santa Maria with Busy Signal. Yeah. What do you think? I like it a lot. It's very danceable and it's like it's the kind of pop song that on first listen you already hook. The 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 chord is really good. Um, when I wrote down that there's this line where she says that her pussy's tight like Saint Mary, which I think is really funny. I'm assuming it's because Mary is like, like a virgin. Holy shit! <laughs> that's the title of the song, yeah. so that's what the song's about. Yeah. I thought that was so funny. That is uh, yeah, so I like the song a lot. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, I'm not getting enough Bad Gal on it. Yeah. I just prefer to hear Bad Gal and Busy Signal. And, like, the chorus is all Busy Signal, so. Yeah. No, and it's like, it, he takes over the whole song. Like, when we were talking about it earlier, and I had a line stuck in my head, it was his line. His yeah, voice. You, yeah, you were singing the chorus. Yeah. It's true. So that's a local. Uh, I know. It's a hot for me. I like it. But luckily, that's not all we have from Bad Gal. <laughs> this next one's hot for me. Oh, yeah. That one's here, yeah. Hookah. This one just came out. And I just watched the video right before we recorded, and it's a lot of fun, the video. How good is yeah. that video? In the video, the people are singing the song with her, and that was pretty fun. Yeah. It's the people in the club with yeah. her singing along. It's such a moment. <laughs> The video's really one of the best I've seen in a while. It's simple. Like, they go to a club, they skip to the head of the line, <laughs> uh, and then they're, like, in a bodega later. You yeah. know? Like, it's simple, yeah. but it's edited so seamlessly that I didn't notice the editing until that moment sure. where they bring in the voices of the audience. Yeah. When you don't notice the editing, that's how you know it's a good yeah. video. I guess music videos are all about editing. Yeah. Because they're all the Definitely. same. They're all just, like, someone buys a set and then just performs in front of a camera, which reminds me of the Charlie XCX video. Oh, yeah, the Gone music video. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it, too, actually. I would say if you compare the Hookah video by Bad Gal to the Gone video with Charlie, mm-hmm. it's different calibers of editing. Yeah, the Bad Gal is way better. Believe it or not. Like, the, video. the Bad Gal one is so seamless. Yeah. Whereas, like, in the Charlie video, you kind of see them, like, climbing off the car a little bit too much you know what i mean no exactly like you catch them at bad yeah, moments like awkwardly like they're yeah. like slowly getting off the car yeah. instead of like coolly jumping on it you know <laughs> when i was seeing her side by side with christine i'm like oh christine moves around so much less awkwardly than charlie mm. charlie's a bit awkward like she moves her arms too much like a bro sometimes oh i love that i wish i could like translate the gesture into like words but it's really hard to explain in a 
English um, flopped. <laughs> this is what the song is about, <laughs> not being able to twins. <laughs> I, I actually kind of agree with you, though. Like, Christine, there's something weird I noticed in the video. Like, I, maybe I was projecting something, but the power mm-hmm. dynamic between Christine and Charlie, there was something, uh, like, made me kind of uncomfortable with some of the shots. Am I wrong? That just perpetuates perpetuates the stereotype that lesbians are predatory. No, what I actually meant was Charlie... Oh, like, okay, okay, I, okay. I was getting it from the other way, like... And you know what? You're right about that, because even, like, before the video came out, I remember seeing, like, a snippet or, like, a picture. Yes. I forget what it was. And yes. everyone was, like, speculating whether it's yeah. going to be very lesbian. Oh, it was a really lesbian bait clip exactly. of them kind of almost touching faces. Charlie kind of catching Christine's eye and leaning in yeah. in a way that actually okay. I didn't like. And I don't think that shot made it into the video necessarily, but... Yeah, the vibe is spread throughout the video. And I agree with you 100%. I feel like Charlie was trying to play into the like the queer baiting of it without making it too explicit. Not, like, it's like an energy I felt. I actually think the video is cool otherwise. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm tearing it apart essentially in real time, but <laughs> I don't like the editing. I got a weird vibe from it, but... It is the type of video I would watch again. Like, that set's cool. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. the lighting's good. It goes well with the song, I think. But listen, the Bad Gal video for Hookah, it's a hot smash for me. And you should watch that video, listener. It's worth it. And listen to the songs, too. Bad Gal keeps coming through, I think. As much as she's so hateable, we already talked about how people call her, like, the Iggy Azalea of Europe. Mm-hmm. But Bad Gal just gets the good producers. These songs are so fucking good. Yeah, but you know what? It's her, too. Like, she's carrying the yeah, song. Yeah, totally. It is, like, it's fairly flat, her delivery, but... Oh, man. Wow. This is a smash. I'm always very defensive of uh, pop stars. Like, right, surely they're not Beethoven, but it takes a skill to find a good producer and, like, curate your sound like that. So I admire Bad Gal yeah. for that. Yeah. So what? Bad Gal, <laughs> both songs... Both songs are hot to me. Both, yeah, both hot. To, the, so far, we've had hot, hot, hot. Charlie, gone hot, and Bad Gal, both hot. Yeah, I'm not even going to fake this, but Hookah is a mm-hmm. smash. Ooh. I don't want to stop listening to it. Gone, I listen to quite a bit, but Hookah, yeah. wow. And that's like the, the sign of the smash, that you want to like finish recording this fucking podcast so you can go listen to it. Actually, though. Okay, speed round? So, speed round, let's move on to a speed round. So we give ourselves a few mm-hmm. seconds to come up with a take and a rating for a bunch of songs. Songs that we like, I would argue, but yeah. don't have a lot to say about. Exactly. You know, a bop is a bop. A bop is <laughs> right below smash, I would say. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> what about a banger? Yeah, that's the thing. What about a banger? <laughs> <laughs> we have bangers, we have bops, we have smashes. <laughs> but we Just don't kidding. have songs. That's what we don't have. The song at this point is... Nothing. Not polite, yeah. It's a song. <laughs> it's probably not on this episode. <laughs> Okay, so let's do 15 seconds of song. We're going to do yeah. one speed round now. We'll do one at the end of the episode as well, right before we recap our smashes of the episode. So yeah. let's do it. We got Aisha by Cupcake. <laughs> uh, funny. That's like my only impression of it. It's a funny song. It's almost really a song that I listen to a lot, but I love Cupcake's very crass sense of humor. Aisha Curry, who's that? I think she's uh, married to some basketball player. Oh. So that's the part I'm getting. Like, what about what about her? I read it hard because it's cupcake. The thing about cupcake is that she has fun making her music, and you can see, you can tell that she's like actually enjoying the process of making music. And the song is like so funny to me. I mean, the chorus is kind of catchy, actually. It's yeah, it's when catchier she, than most, right? It is. Yeah. When she rhymes curry with worry, <laughs> I astral project every time. <laughs> Mine by Uffy. 
What do you think? Joshi, you know I'm a stan, and this just made me stand even harder. Is that true? I, yeah, I really love this song. It's hard to really um, c categorize the song into like what kind of pop music it is because it's like creepy, but also her voice is kind of childish always, so I don't know. It's a song. Like, you I just really called like it a song, song, which we just decided is an insult. <laughs> whatever, that's that's fine. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I like Uffy, but we've talked about this before. Yeah, um, we've talked about Uffy before. We have one that I've been listening to a lot. It's what Wiggle It, it? featuring City Girls by French Montana. I love this song. I love this song. Okay, I'm, I'm putting this one on. The sample, I can't get enough. What's you know what sample? it's like? It brings me back to like truffle butter days like it's a house sample slow down and it's incorporated so well mm -hmm. and what, what's it about like wiggling your ass for money like that's supply and demand <laughs> yeah. i think it's great i think it's what we need yes we need, we need to free jt i'm gonna play the song it's sampled it's actually an mk remix of a song by the nightcrawlers from 92 I mean, I, I like the song. It just didn't like make a big impression. But I would say it's like a, a lukewarm hot. Lukewarm hot. It's a bop. <laughs> like if we're talking comparison from this episode to last episode, mm -hmm. this is that Iconopop one. Right. Okay. 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 I, Ooh, I, I like, like it. That you have like a category. Yeah. 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 It's like it's a bop. Okay. Confirmed yeah. bop. Yeah. Smash. Totally. Who can say? But it is like truffle butter. It's just like one of those songs. It's a cheap way to make a hit. It sounds great. Yeah. I love it. We stand. We stand city girls. French Montana literally could be anyone. Which yeah. I like. <laughs> wow. Speed round. Okay, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. What's next? In the same vein of like UK pop, we have Jax Jones Harder <laughs> featuring none other than BB Rexa. Only bad bitches and rec stars in here. This song sounds exactly like Sparks by Hilary Duff, the chorus part. Does it really? Yeah, it took me a while when I first listened to it to pinpoint what the sound was like, because both songs have this thing that I've already said on record I hate, which is like a chorus with like a gimmicky synth or like a gimmicky like, like that song Barbara Streisand or like Sparks or like this song. Um, and Sparks is like a whistle sound, and here it's the same melody, but with like a, like a synth or something. Yeah. It's like a bassy, funky thing. Like, to me, it reminds me of, um, who's that white guy? Oh, fuck, who's that white guy? Um, he's like white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Charlie Puth. Oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah, attention to me. It's like the slappy bass thing. Okay, one thing that this has going for it. Jax Jones has, like, a great sense of humor, and, like, after this relatively low-key chorus, you have him being yeah. like... <laughs> well, good for Jax Jones, but I'm gonna have to read this a local. That's fine with me. We have a song by Rudimental featuring a vocalist named Morgan called <laughs> Mean That Much. It's with Predator, yeah. who I always check for. My very reflective take was that it sounds a lot like that Georgia Smith song that Predator made. I guess it's yeah, yeah, yeah. the UK garage sound. This sound is pretty timeless. I would mm -hmm. also reductively say that it takes me back to like disclosure days of that first yeah. album. This is not progressive, but I think there's a place for it. Mm -hmm. um, that place is your Spotify library. Yes. It is. <laughs> it is in my Spotify library. Mine's I kind of like the lyric mean that much. I, I think that's cool. You don't want to mean that much to me. Yeah, yeah, totally. I like pushing English just a little bit. Not as far as gone, <laughs> but like a little bit. 
<laughs> with gone, the English language was in fact gone. Yeah. <laughs> English language found dead. But no, <laughs> mean that much is cool. Overrated language, anyways. But yeah, it is, um, yeah, it's so overrated. I think I would rate this a hot, perhaps? See, that's where I get confused too, because it's maybe hot here, but it's got to be local in the UK, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they have songs like this come out every day. Yeah, totally. Every fucking like hour. A factory. Yeah, it, is, it does seem like a factory sometimes. Loser, I love McConan. Oh my god. I just want to start by saying that he sounds a lot like the killers. His vocals. Whoa. I didn't um. think of it that way. <laughs> he hits this one note that makes my jaw drop. Do you know what I mean? He, like, no, somehow, know. like, he, like, adjusts his jaw and goes so low. It's crazy. <laughs> LSD and Lines All Night sounds like a like nightmare. A yeah, like a recipe for literally whoever made Cats, the movie probably was on LSD. And, yeah. yeah. Like, no wonder he has no friends if he's tripping on not only acid, yeah. but also coke all night. Wait, so do you like the song? I honestly hated this song. Yeah, you have to be willing to listen to McConan do, like, a surf rock thing, which maybe you yeah. aren't. No. <laughs> I don't care that. I think it's funny. I think this song and Gone, in a way, are the same. <laughs> I just left, like, so hard in front of my mic. It, like, was going to fuck up the levels. Anyways, oh, okay. it's a local for me. Yeah. I love McConan. Let's do 1% too. Okay. It's 1%. called 1% by someone named Oscar Scheller, but yeah, the, never heard of her. the draw is Lily Allen's on it too. Ugh, icon. I've had the song just landed on my lap at the perfect time because I've been revisiting a lot of Lily Allen's discography oh, yeah. for the past few weeks. This song, um, <laughs> I said, not circus pop, but maybe ice cream truck pop. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like vintage Lily Allen, don't you think? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, what songs have you been listening to by Lily lately? Um, just the classics. Oh, the end, Smile, Knock Him Out. Smile's um, so good. And Not Fair, which is the best Lily Allen song. Yeah, The Fear. I really want to do No Fair in karaoke. Not fair, but um, I need my boyfriend to not be there. Oh. <laughs> because the lyrics of that song are like, you basically are perfect, but can't fuck me. Right. Yeah. Well, that's not tea, is it? No, it's not tea, but imagine if your boyfriend sang that in karaoke while everyone's dead. But 1%. I don't know. Lily Allen's probably local, actually. Okay, next. We have Haley Kiyoko, <laughs> I Wish. Taylor Swift was, for some reason, promoting this heavily. On Insta, mm-hmm. I believe the caption was, Pop Radio, please playlist this. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, the song sucks. Pop Radio, if you're listening, can you play it? Yeah. I'm bored. She does sound like Taylor Swift in this, fascinatingly enough. Yeah, you're right. Um, Haley Kiyoko is queer, is that right? Yeah. She's yeah. a lesbian, even. She was in the music video, I'm pretty sure. Oh. The, you need to calm down music video. Okay, you... so she's squatted up with Taylor then, or maybe the yeah, other way around. She, she's like one of Taylor's, what's that term, protege, or like little minions. Taylor oh. loves like bringing up upcoming pop stars. She did that a bit with Camila Cabello. Yeah, like upcoming, but still a ton of like institutional support already. Yeah, you know? yeah. And she's like, she does the same for Haim. Is that what you pronounce that? Haim? Yeah, she like supports a lot of, or like just post statuses a lot about, about other musicians, I think. Right. Uh, anyways, the song is a local for me, from me. Okay, next we got Cassie. Speaking of, her vocals mm. are mixed so low in this. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm having a hard time liking her last few releases because I really want to like them but her beats lately are really really loud like and she's not really riding them I don't know I'm not sure what's happening either 
I think they would sound fine at like a house party. You know, they'd yeah. be fine in the background, but that's not why we listen to pop music. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a problem, actually. Yeah, like all of our past releases are probably totally fine songs, but for an active listener, they are boring. So I'm gonna have to. Uh, we're not reading them, but I'm gonna say local. Ooh, I'm hot. Yes, yeah, I'm really fucking hot. My iced coffee is like a puddle. Oh my god. Let's move on. That was a speed round, kind of. But do we have more of a sense of what the song of the summer is? Like nothing's nothing's come up because you know what? It's Old Town Road. Exactly. I was just gonna say that nothing's come up because Old Town Road hasn't let anything else come up. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Billy Eilish really tried it with that flop of a remix yeah we didn't even talk about it that's one of the things we cut yeah we cut that because it was insulting honestly the song is pretty good my take with bad guy is not actually one of my least favorite billy eilish songs because of that again that like whistle thing in the chorus um Mm -hmm. and the justin bieber thing was so fucking stupid i hated that she really didn't need to do that and i think she they did that because they were truly trying to get bad guy on number one well definitely yeah. yeah Yeah, it's not even like the one that's high up on the global top fifty. Like the regular bad guy is the one that's yeah. number five right now. Um, but I think oh, there's a song called there's a song called "Goodbyes" by Post Malone with Young Thug. What oh do you think God. that sounds like? <laughs> Post Malone's like famously anti-rap in attitude. Oh, okay. Like he thinks rap is for dumb ideas and rock is for smart ideas. It seems like he's wrong. Sounds like he's a racist and shouldn't be allowed to be number four on the top 50. I mean, he also is one of those artists who, like, shockingly sells so much music. I feel like he has a pretty big fan base. He's, like, in the elite. Yeah. Who else sells a lot of music? Sean Mendes, even. Yeah, maybe. I feel like Sean Mendes is more, like, an up-and-coming artist still. But he is number one on the global top 50 with Camilla. Oh, crazy. I think that's the combination that makes it yeah. such a hit. This is, I think, I mean, I keep saying, Senorita's going to be like the sleeper hit of the summer and going to become the song of the summer towards the end. People love that song. I hear it so much. Do you really hear it? Yeah. Okay, what's like, I need like a car song report. Like, what have you been hearing coming out of cars lately? Um, I live in a predominantly Indian neighborhood, so mm-hmm. I can't really recognize most of, those, most of the songs that people play around Oh, I actually heard Indian rap coming from a car the other day on oh, yeah. Adelaide. yeah. Um, that's kind of just like me every day. That's the kind of shit that people play around in my neighborhood. I don't know. I think I heard a Post Malone song coming out of a car recently. Like, okay. I recognize his voice, but I wouldn't know what song it was. That's it funny. probably was Goodbyes, based on how well it, it seems to be doing. Yeah. If you play Post Malone on speakers without people's consent, that's, in fact, terrorism. Have you seen the Old Town Road music video? Um, I must have. Like, the one with Billy Ray Cyrus? Yeah. Yeah, and, like, Diplo has a cameo. So. Oh, right, yeah. I actually think it's kind of cute, and I didn't think so before, but Lil Nas X just released what he calls the Week 17 version of the music video, (laughs) which is to say, like, he wants to break records on the top 100 by keeping his song at the top for his 17th week. And so what he did was, it's the same video, but he just, like, cut the goofy, like, skits out of it. So it's like the full song plays through instead of like stopping for a gag, you know? Yeah. Which I hate when videos do that. I hate it. That uh, so it's been my problem with Tavlo disco tits. Yes. Impossible to listen to on on YouTube. It's like how are you gonna play this at a party if Yeah, exactly. With the fucking Muppet. Like So anyway, I watched this version of the video earlier today. When the video's as short as the song is, it really pops. And I'll be honest, I teared up a little bit. Oh my god, Josh. <laughs> it's gay rights. Last night, actually, I was with a bunch of gays, and we were debating whether, I think, in, on Monday, it's going to break the record that Mariah Carey currently has. Mm-hmm. With that Boys to Men song. 
because it's not a matter of deserving, but we were thinking about whether the song the song deserved to be basically the biggest song in pop history. It does. <laughs> you've, you've made up your mind. Well, um, it does because that Mariah Carey song is like not that relevant, you know? No. Like when you look at the songs that have stayed on the top 10 the longest, or the top 100, I mean, at the top yeah. of it, they're all extreme crossovers that don't exactly hold a lot of water to fans of those artists. Right. The thing about that Mariah Carey song, too, is that when you think of Mariah Carey, that's probably like the eighth song that you think about, right? You think fantasy, you think honey, you think we belong together. You don't really think one sweet day. No, not at all. I see. Yeah, I I know what you mean. Okay, let me get the list of the songs that have been number one for the longest, because that's what we're talking about. 16 Weeks is Despacito and One Sweet Day, which is Mariah Carey and Boys to Men. I didn't realize they were tied, actually. They're tied, yeah. And then... Old Town Road has 15 weeks, so one week less. It's clearly going to make it. It's going to tie. It's going to tie, definitely, yeah. And then Uptown Funk had 14 weeks. I got a feeling the Black Eyed Peas had 14 as well. We Belong Together, Mariah Carey had 14 too. And it keeps going, but you get the idea. They're all crossovers. And so is Old Town Road, I guess. That was the whole controversy. Like, it got kicked off the country chart for a while, at least. Yeah, I guess that's the key. But watching the video, I don't know how you can hate that song. It's just... It's really nice. I guess um, the reason why it feels weird for that song to become number one is he just came up. Like, that's literally his first song. Yeah. Wait, I just forgot to mention a song I heard coming out of a car. It was none other than Old Town Road. And it was this, like, little white girl singing it. And I heard her voice before I, like, knew where it was coming from. (laughs) It was on my bike. But she was singing it out the window. And it was playing on, like, her dad's car stereo. Isn't that cute? That's cute. Doesn't that, like, feel right? (laughs) It feels right. It also feels right for, I guess, not to be too woke, but for, like, a black queer man to have the longest-running song. I don't know. That means nothing, really, in real terms for queer people or black people, but it's yeah. cool. The song is huge for kids, I think. Like, did you see that video the other month of Lil Nas X surprising an elementary school? <laughs> no. You've never seen kids lose their mind like this video. Peppa Pig wishes. No, Peppa Pig could fucking never. And she should fucking stop trying. And now we said it. She's so desperate for the number one spot. So desperate. Yeah, I've had enough of this Peppa Pig shit. We've like gone from standing Peppa Pig to like bringing her down. And that's just how faggots switch. That's really the key. <laughs> we love them one day, the next day we drag them. Just like a Katy Perry. She gets a haircut and everyone drags her for no reason. She gets a wig. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone loves her. Also, I think she's releasing a song soon, but that's not the point right now. Oh, is that true? Okay. Yeah, um, Never Really Over is great, but it doesn't seem to be doing too well in the grand scheme of things, does it? No, it really, like, came and went. Pure pop as a genre, like, isn't popular anymore. It doesn't mean that. Yeah, no, not at all, yeah. I think it was last year very few actual pop songs made it onto number one. I think it was only, like, Thank You, Next, and, like, Havana, if you can even call that a pop song, because there's, like, Mm. the Young Thug verse on that. So it's, like, most of last year, it was dominated by rap, especially Drake, I guess. I was reading an article about how adult contemporary radio stations have a real problem still with rap verses. Like, um, they just cut anything that could be considered a rap out like even spoken word really? monologues will cut out why yeah very racial yeah i thought contemporary is like the lamest of genres i guess because what is adult contemporary like ed sheeran right 
Right. Or like but they're going to have trouble playing this album. That's the interesting part. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Although, it was on Billboard. It was called Con- Adult Contemporary Radio Figure Out It's Hip Hop Issue. So they're, like, the examples are like Girls Like You, the Maroon 5 song. They cut right. Cardi, obviously. Like That almost really? goes without saying to me, but it shouldn't. Like I know they, they act that way, but it really sucks. I, th- I guess because like, they assume like a white workplace wouldn't want to hear that. Yeah, totally. There's an, an example here of like Cheryl Crow, All I Wanna Do. They like cut out her spoken word part where she says, This ain't no disco and it ain't no country club either. This is LA from the intro. <laughs> oh, and then Wiz Khalifa and Charlie Booth yeah, see you again. Enough. They cut out Wiz Khalifa and it's like his song. That's pretty crazy. Okay. I think Billboard's onto something. And I think it's called institutional institutional racism. Apparently, Madonna Crave is doing well on AC Radio without Soy Lee. <laughs> Isn't that fucked? It's that actually crazy that sucks, the yeah. label would even allow that type of edit to be made. The Wiz Khalifa example seems pretty egregious. That it's, yeah. if it's his song to take him off it, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I guess the labels will do anything for a buck, though. Yeah, totally. So they don't really care about like racial dynamics in that sense. So... Song of the Summer is... Should we confirm it as Old Town Road? We have a month of summer left, but I think it's going to be really hard for anything to... How like, dare you say that? <laughs> actually, amazingly, Leo season starts like tomorrow or the day after or something like that. And guess what? I'm a Leo, so I'm really happy about that. Congrats. When's your birthday? Thank you. August 19. Okay. Please send presents to the listener. Uh-huh. Um, but also, that being said... Even though Alton Road is cute and a good song and the song of the summer, I am very annoyed, as I think most people are at this point, of like so many fucking like remixes or like attempts to very explicitly make it keep it at number one. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I don't know why, but that doesn't bother me. I want more. Like there were rumors of like a Dolly Parton one. Like yeah, I want everything. I want Mariah on it. Yeah. Like who else oh, yeah, would you want like, on it? I want everything. I think the best one that came out of all of that was the one that was like Dolly Parton and Megan Thee Stallion. That's incredible. Yeah, imagine that. That would be fucking Like Thee yeah. Stallion. Like, yes, yeah. she should be on the song. Exactly, yeah. And Dolly Parton. That's like the yeah. perfect marriage of like the two influences. That That's so powerful. Yeah. And obviously, uh, Nikki, a Nikki re- remix would be amazing. It really would. Yeah. But guess what, Joshy? We're not going to get it, so. Well, don't say that. You never know. Yeah, you never know. I don't know. Everyone seems to be really supportive of the song, like, weirdly. Like, even Mariah was very supportive, even though the song is, like, directly in competition with her record. I feel like she knows that song is essentially irrelevant. They're all, like, quirks, in a way. Like, they all just, like, Mm -hmm. happen to win based on how the chart worked that year, you know? No, totally. It it just doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter at all. And when you think about it, like, that Mariah Carey song has no cultural impact in the same way that, like, I feel like the Macarena has, like, more cultural <laughs> impact than that song, you know? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so it's, like, really not a good measure of, like, what songs people are going to be listening to in the future. Mm-hmm. So I guess the song of the summer is also going to be the song of the decade, probably. I need to hear Hookah out, and that's that. Okay. I really I need agree. to. People don't play that kind of shit at clubs, though. I went to a gay club last night, and gay as in, like, the most local basic shit. Gay derogatory. Yeah. And they were playing Ed Sheeran. No. Yeah, Shape of You. Oh, fuck off. That's so rough. 
These have no taste. You texted me what? at like 2 a.m. saying they played Megatron. Oh, yeah. They played Megatron, too. That's nice. So that's amazing, yeah. Another speed round. This time I'm actually going to time because I think we can... I can get this going a little bit. We have a few albums that dropped. Like, we had Blood Orange. Mm-hmm. We had Banks. These are not the same caliber, by the way. We have Ed Sheeran. We have, obviously, <laughs> the Beyonce Lion King inspired by soundtrack thing. Okay, we got King Princess Prophet. A really good song. I mean... She's so adult contemporary here. Like, oh my god, yeah. That's a drag. It kind of is, yeah. I don't know what she's... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I like it. All right. Next... Oh, so hot for me. Here's one. Here's a local <laughs> We have Ed Sheeran. <laughs> the king of locals. For some reason, I heard the entire album. And by heard, I mean I played it as research for this podcast. Yeah, you're so brave for that, Josh. This one I like because it has LMA in it, and I'm always kind of ready to hear LMA. Yeah. What's that LMA song that's really good? Luda. To me, this sounds like an LMA song. I mean, like, nothing on the album sounds like it should be by Ed Sheeran. Like, none of the collaborations on this collaboration album sound natural. No. The ones that I listened to were this one and the Travis Scott one, which I really liked, but it's a Travis Scott song. Like, it's not Ed Sheeran at all. Like, to stay relevant, just like an 808 has entered the chat, basically. <laughs> um, let's talk um, about something good. For once, let's talk about this Blood Orange track that we both love called Gold yeah. Teeth. It's with a bunch of people, including Gangsta Boo, Tanasha mm-hmm. Even is on this one song, <laughs> and someone like Project Pat. Project Pat is some rapper from Memphis, I'm pretty sure. He sounds good on it. They all yeah. do. Justine Sky serves vocals on a couple too that I love, but this song really is it. Let's turn it up. I guess it's a bit of a drag with two dead hinds. I feel like the song I love so much because he doesn't sing on it. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, his vocals are so annoying to me. But then the song made me realize that he's actually a really good producer. Such a good producer. Really, yeah, he really takes that Memphis like flow and adds like a little layer underneath that makes it super melodic and easy listening i fucking mm-hmm. love the song it's all ad-libs like the layering is crazy yeah. the detail in the production is really amazing it's like psychotic the amount of like voices and like ad-libs that he's layered underneath it all yeah it sounds great gangsta boost sounds great i think it's all about the layering actually yeah because that memphis rap sound is just like very fast and then he adds those like more like smooth layers it makes it sound really good i mean it's hook after hook that's also the best part about this song yeah Scorching. It's scorching, yeah. This one's great. Yeah. This entire album is full of collaborations in a way not dissimilar from the Ed Sheeran album, from like all walks of yeah, life. It seems like a, a trend. It is, right? It's just like it's cross pollination of people's audiences on Spotify. You got like Porches yeah. and Ian Isaiah on a song called Berlin. Uh you have an Arca oh song, like which I can't do really. Toro we moi. Anyway, I love that song. And that's like our pick from the album, I think, too. Yeah. It's funny because it seems like all the albums from this week are like kind of the same concept, like a cheer and Beyonce and this. Yeah, you're right. Just like a bunch of people coming together. Okay, let's pick one song so, from the Beyonce album and talk about that. What do you want to talk sure. about? The one that I listened to the most was Find Your Way Back. Beyonce loves singing about her daddy. It's frankly fucked up. Yeah, probably fuck, I know. She definitely has some daddy issues. I mean, she explicitly has daddy issues. The whole, like not the whole album, but we were saying there's a couple of songs in this album that are really good. There's more than one. Like if you delete the dialogue interludes from yeah. The Lion King, which is what this album's for, it's kind of good. Yeah. Like it's all Afrobeat. 
which makes sense given that the Lion King is set in Africa, somewhere in Africa. We could have picked any yeah. of these. The thing is, not all of them have Beyonce on them. There's a Burner Boy one. There's one produced by DJ Leg, who I love. Tira Wack makes an appearance, sounding a lot like Eminem. But every beat is amazing. There's tons of ad libs again as yeah. well, like detailed production yeah, for sure. It's a, it's a great album for people who love that song Grown Woman by Beyonce. It's like basically a continuation of that sound. Okay, yeah. Throughout the whole album. Yeah. I hear the I hear the comparison. I mean the tea Joshi is that all these songs that you've played, I'm like bobbing my head to them. They're pretty good. They're good, right? In terms of reading the Beyonce thing, I don't think she's a very good actress, so all the interludes really like kill it for me. Yeah. No, there's way too yeah. many. I have to wonder, like, why they're in there. Like, I guess it's promotional. Yeah. No, it's, like, a bit unnecessary. Like, listening to the album just basically has no flow because there's so much interruption from these, like, clips of Beyoncé being, like, a bad actress. I wonder what the contract was like for Beyoncé. Like, I wonder if... It seems like she's actually promoting this movie a lot, which is shocking because she never promotes her own music. But she's been on, like, the premieres and stuff oh, like I that. Oh, I see. It's like they commissioned a bunch of Afrobeat and then... Toss it on Spotify, but meanwhile, Hans Zimmer is still doing the score. <laughs> like, I don't I don't yeah. think any of these songs are making it into the movie. No, I'm pretty sure they're it's not. It's promotional. Yeah, no. I mean, imagine, imagine Simba twerking, too. See, that's like Cats. Yeah. Like, the Cats are twerking, you know that much. <laughs> yeah. Just give me entertainment. Oh, I wish. I'm not in the mood yeah. to be serious about CGI to fur. No, literally, yeah, that's it. And that's, I think, going to be, like, the dichotomy of 2019 is going to be, like, Either, like, campy CGI fur from Cats or, like, self-serious CGI from The Lion King. Yeah. And again, it's a binary. And we love binaries in this podcast. Lion King needs to get off its high horse. I'm so sick of it. I don't want to hear about it anymore. I know. We're recording on a Friday, so it came out, like, last night or something. I do have to say that it's, like, there's nothing as local as The Lion King, so... Yeah, but you know what? The songs are way better than they have any right to be. No one gave them the right to be bangers. They really are good songs. Okay, we have another album that came out recently. Banks is back, for better or for worse. <laughs> we picked the song Alaska to talk about. We like this song. I think it's the best song of the album, yeah. Me too. She really doesn't have that star power or star quality, does she? No. And like the other songs yeah. on the album don't sound like that. Like they really sound like her old songs. Otherwise, we couldn't care less. Okay, well, let's talk about this Willow album. You know what? Too many albums, I'll say it. <laughs> Too much music. That's my take. Yeah. So Willow, as we know, was featured on a Jaden track in our last right. episode, but now she's back featuring him. The song's called You Know. Mm-hmm. And what do you know about this song? One. There's nothing worse than like nepotism pop, but this song is really good. It's really interesting. It's, it's not like, quite my speed. I can't really lie. Right. That's like literally the fundamental division between us two. Yeah. I think I like boring music a bit more than you. No, I have like a short attention span, but not only that, I'm averse to rock. (laughs) Guitars. It's not true though. Like, yeah, no, it is a guitar thing. Cause like there's very little percussion. Yeah, totally. Does it pick up? Mm, A bit, but not. It's chill hip hop. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, not to do much to, frankly. Yeah. Chill hip hop to be a trust fun kid. Right, yeah. yeah. Let's recap briefly what we just did. Because it kind of went by in a flash. Yeah, it really did. I'm having, like, short-term memory loss. I'm going to choose my smashes right now. My contenders for Smash are Bad Gal Hookah, mm-hmm. Charlie XCX Gone, mm-hmm. Wiggle It, French Montana, right. and Gold Teeth, Blood Orange. It's kind of a lot, though. Yeah. 
I think my smash is gold teeth for sure. And then the other one, I think I like this very a lot. Well, my smash is hookah, so we got one of each for bad gal. Yeah, good for her, she had a good week. Hookah and honestly, wiggle it. Sorry. <laughs> no, don't apologize. It's not bad local. It's city girls. Well, I'm willing to call it local, but it is a local smash. Right. Um, yeah. Whereas hookah is a hot smash. Mm-hmm. And gold teeth is a hot smash. Yes. Ugh, it's so good. And Santa Maria is what, hot too? Yeah. Okay, did you see that New York Times thing about how we're in the peak of podcasting? No, I didn't. Okay, New York Times, hot or local? Uh, New York Times is local as fuck. Okay, um, <laughs> smash or flop? A flop. Yeah, okay. And that's that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your flop of the week is the New York Times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My flop of the century is American media and journalism. <laughs> Yeah, they mm-hmm. need to pick up the slack a little bit. They should take a note or two from Peppa Pig and really come out with the bangers. It's not always a two-sided debate, guys. No, exactly, yeah. For example, I hate Haley Kiyoko. <laughs> and there's no other way to look at it. it's not up for the bait. <laughs> <laughs> that's what people call, that's that on that. Yeah, when the debate's over, that's that on that. <laughs> Wait, my flop of the week is Ed Sheeran. In oh, reality, God. spelled like the Grimes song. <laughs> All these talented women work with him. The thing is that he has the sales, though. He, like, actually sells crazy amounts of records. So I think that any exposure from Ed Sheeran is good exposure. If you look at, like, numbers, he's, like, one of the artists with Taylor Swift that nowadays sells, like, the most music. The Spotify Top 50 right now is, like, Senorita and then all Ed Sheeran songs. Okay, I have nothing left to give. Nothing? Yeah, me neither. I guess, okay, that was pretty seamless. Okay, so here's what's up. We're saying goodbye. Yeah. But call us, 647-847-8904. Actually, no, don't call us, because telling you to call doesn't work. <laughs> so don't fucking call us at 647-847-8904. <laughs> and certainly don't email us at hotlocalfeedback at gmail.com. <laughs> you fucking dare. And certainly don't listen to this podcast, and certainly don't share it with your friends and colleagues. Don't fucking tell a friend. <laughs> no. But with that, no, thanks for listening, I guess. And yeah, Thanks. <laughs> See you in a couple of weeks. And enjoy the weather. No, that can't be the last thing I say. <laughs> um, no, the last thing could be see you in two weeks and don't forget to stream Peppa Pig. <laughs> <laughs>